two of our episode two podcast. In this one, we will be covering a bit of couch gaming. I hope you enjoy. Uh, a topic for discussion today, which was couch play games. As again, we're we're still in a form of lockdown, uh, so family oriented couch play games. Um, we're well, up for discussion. There's a game that I really like that is kind of couch play, except it's online. And so totally it... opposite to couch play. No, no, because <laughs> the way it works is you can see both screens. So it's like you're playing split screen. Oh, is this uh, the way out, is it? That one? Uh, yes, I love the way they've done that. So it doesn't matter where you are, you can see what the other person is doing. And you can, even if you're not communicating, which let's face it, like a lot of people don't, you can still see what they're doing and you can still play the game. So the, the object of this is that there's two of you trying to escape from a prison. That's not the whole premise of the entire game. Like the beginning I, of it is you are escaping from the prison. I don't know. I haven't played the game. I only uh, saw the trailers, uh, etc., and, and told it was a good multiplayer game. Well, I say multiplayer, two-player, good co-op game. Well, good I don't want to say game. too much, but it is an amazing co-op game. If you've got someone that you can talk to and you can play the game with, it is. Oh, it, it's amazing. Yeah, there's a really good playthrough on YouTube that there a couple of people that have been playing it and they've gone through the whole game. It looks absolutely mad. And if if I recall correctly, if only one person needs to own it and they, they can send the other person a link so they can then play it with them. So both of you don't so, have to buy it. So the right? way it works is that if one of you have got the game, yeah. the other can download the free version yeah. and then both of you can play the whole game. I recently completed A Way Out again a couple of days ago, and I would play it again now. The game is just so good. Okay, okay. Well, that to one side, the focus was couch play, Scott. <laughs> not oh, not so online. Couch play, the, you know. the idea was that you're stuck in the house with family members, be it brothers, sisters, fathers, sons, daughters, whatever's, and you have a couch play game, which incorporates two or more of the family, not <laughs> not going over the internet to play with someone else it, in another room. Oh, it does support local, apparently. Oh, just, oh that someone's yeah, already I, on. You can do it locally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do it locally. I just had a look. I've I've looked at it for ages. When it first came out, I thought it looked great. And it's, it's got like everything in it, so you can either play it online with some random person, play it online with a friend. Or you can both be sat on the same couch playing it. Okay, there we go. You you are now f forgiven because I mean I would have led with that, Scott. To be honest, I mean, <laughs> like this is a couch play game which you can also do online. <laughs> you got to remember, Scott's the person that uh, said there's a really good game in the last episode and then forgot what it was called. Oh, well, yeah. Not only that, he wanted to do the intro this week just so he could then enlighten people to the name of the game that he forgot last week and still managed to forget to include that in his intro. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sure I included it in the intro, but just in case I didn't, so damn it. <laughs> so do you want to remind people uh, again, so Cell Damage is the game, but remind them what you were just talking about it last week for. 
So it is kind of a couch play game. It's been released on multiple consoles. And yeah, it's just a lot of fun. You're basically just driving around. And it's basically, if you play Call of Duty, it's team deathmatch. But you are playing in a cartoon car. Got to pick up some cartoon weapons and kill each other. Is it like Mario Kart, but with more realistic weapons? Is that what you're kind of saying? It's like Mario Kart if he decided he was going to be a murderer. Right, fair <laughs> enough. So Mario Kart meets Twisted Metal. Yes, definitely. There we go. Awesome stuff. So, back to couch play. <laughs> back to couch play. We're going to get on this subject, goddammit. Um... So the, the task was for the four of us to come up with our, our top couch play games and then whittle them down to a top 10 uh, to, to push on the people and, you know, say, go out and have a look at this one. Um, did anyone want to kick off? Well, Most let's face it, there's going to be one that is right in that list. Doesn't matter where it is. It's going to be the original Halo. Because now, I knew either you or Matt were going to bring up Halo, so I deliberately did not have it on my list. <laughs> but that was one, like, not the remake, none of that, but the original one, where you would sit there with your mates, you'd wait for them to come over, and you'd be like, you know what, if you can't kill all these people with a pistol, get out of the game. Well, surely it started before that then. Like, sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to segue here. The, the, before that, it would have been Goldeneye. And oh, right, oh, come on, oh, right. Oh, hello. So that 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 that's the ultimate. I don't know how many times I played that opening level with that pistol because that was just so satisfying. But multiplayer split screen on a tiny screen as well. But the, the multiplayer of that was was fantastic. Uh, I remember going to my mate that lives right near me, and we played Goldeneye multiplayer. And he had the projector out, so it's projecting on his screen. It was a nice big screen, but still, it's that multiplayer thing. All four of us were still sat in the same room playing the same game. That's it. That's it. So that's what's missing a lot of the time these days, which is why I wanted to do the whole couch play thing. And you know, the lockdown has given us that opportunity to re-explore what's missing. I mean, the, the three... So, Three of us wanted to go play Halo the other day, and I only had Halo 4 actually installed. And I thought, oh, this would be a good game to get Zach up and running with uh, as, as a kind of basic shooter. Um, obviously, it is a little bit more complicated. But I then went to look for the, the, the uh, split screen. And it's... it's Sorry, Halo 5. Edit. It's Halo 5. My bad. Halo 4 had split screen. Halo 5 doesn't have... <laughs> God damn it. Halo 5 doesn't have split screen. So it's been there all the way through. And then all of a sudden, they've dropped it. Yeah, and I'm like... Halo 5, they kind of changed the whole way it works. Like, in Halo 5, you can aim, which is not standard Halo procedure. Usually, Halo is just... You've got one crosshair on the screen, and you hold fire and hope you hit whatever's in front of you. Where's I think Halo we've been 5? playing Halo differently, Scott. because <laughs> <laughs> then Halo 5 had, like, the whole, you could aim properly. So, like, the battle rifle, you could aim properly. Yeah, I, know, I, I get what you're Everything. saying. You can actually full, uh, aim down sights on every weapon now. Is that what you're getting at? It is. 
Yeah, whereas previously it wasn't the case. It was uh, depending on the weapon would determine what sort of sights you may or may not get. Come on, face it. In the old Halo games, you could hit aim, and as soon as you got touched, that was it. You're back to your standard crosshairs. So it was just a case of running gun. What, what what's that got to do with having split screen or not though? Like how can how can how can you remove that? I don't know. I think they're missing a trick. But the old Halos used to have the split screen. I remember playing Halo One, Halo Two with mates on the all the way up to four, and there was split screen. And then when they took that out, it's like with any game though. Any game doesn't have split screen at the minute. You're just kind of like oh. Come on, I want to be able to sit here with my mate and play this game with them on the same screen as me. And most game creators seem to think, like, oh, no, no one wants split screen anymore. But most people do. Well, no, I think that obviously there has been a big jump to online play and most most on multiplayer games are happening online now. No, no, matter, no matter what it is, if it's Call of Duty, Halo, FIFA, whatever, it is going online and it is... But... You can't neglect the the addition of couch play. It's 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 that 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 social element as well to enjoy games when people are coming around. I, I have a friend who come around and we we we, we love a um, a battle on Killer Instinct. It's we only get it out when when he comes around. Like it's the only time I get I play Killer Instinct. But it's it's a great beat 'em up for that for that occasion. Um, so you know. But that's, that's going back to stuff like Tekken, isn't it? Tekken, Killer Instinct, uh, Mortal Kombat, all of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it started with uh, probably Street Fighter was the first, right? Um, well, actually, there would be yeah. ones way before, but I think Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat originals put put fighting games I on think, the map. Yeah, they were the first ones to really come into the home, weren't they? And arcades yeah. as well. So. Yes, yeah, so arcades had, had, had a big input for that. People were dropping, you know, dollars as they would call it, because um, <laughs> they started over there, um, dominantly in the states. So, um, yeah. I don't know. There was there was a lot of money that I probably put into an arcade machine for Street Fighter Two that was in the video store by my house <laughs> yeah. when I was young. To be honest, I think, I think we all did. Yeah, that's right. I recently well, done a lot of. Um, uh, research on Sega. So I know that it's you know, started over <coughs> started over in Japan, moved over to um, America um, to I think it was it was linked up with um, Army, believe it or not, or Navy or something <laughs> rather because people were on um, surely whatever I don't I can't remember. This is now testing myself, put put myself on the spot. But yeah, it's linked into that I can't remember how. But yeah, so America was a big place for the, for the um, creation and popularization of arcades, you know, in its earlier form, like Periscope being like, I think, the first Sega arcade game. And then it, you know, very basic, you uh, had a, a viewer um, as if you were on a submarine and you had to fire torpedoes. And like, that was the whole arcade game. Um, and then obviously everything got a little bit better from there. Um, I, I seem to remember that game. You're, you're not, or at least playing it at some point. I was going to say you're not that old, and they're they're collectors' editions. This is a long time ago. This yeah, they're a collectors' item. Like you only you only find them in a museum now. Yeah, it's like I remember playing the old Star Wars game. 
when I was a kid, and when we had to like fly through the the little trench, like to the Death Star. Oh yeah, I yeah. To remember that in an arcade game. Oh god, I think I remember that one as well. I, I seem to remember it's something like ten p for the game or something like that. Don't ten p used to get us a lot. Used to be able to get ten p sweets for ten p. I went into um, Sega World in London a couple of months back, or whatever it's called. There's like an arcade there, just by the um, oh, what's the what's the massive bloody Ferris wheel thing, the London Eye. Um, <laughs> it's basically a Ferris wheel, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, right next to it, there's, there's like a Sega-owned arcade machine. Uh, oh, yeah, it is Sega. Or oh, Sega World. Sega. Yeah, it used to be Sega World. I can't remember. I think it's Namco now, actually. Um, but yeah, I went in there the other day, and everything—literally everything—was a quid, um, unless you wanted to go on the VR stuff, which was like five quid. And they had Mario Kart VR. I don't know if anyone else has seen this as well. Yeah. Which was like the yeah, you've got the actual cart that you sit into, and they put like a VR headset over you, and you sort of pull you know power ups and green shells out of the sky, and and then throw them properly as you would uh, <laughs> oh, wow. if you were Mario himself um, but that that was like 8 quid or something and I was only with one other person so I was like well we're not really going on that are we So, and, and, and I assume you only get one race as well for that price I, I wasn't going on it, it was, <laughs> no, no way I'm paying that much well I don't know if, if it was like half hour you know it might be justifiable if it was a three minute lap around you yeah know. then then no you're not getting yeah, not a chance value for money right? vr and arcades isn't picking up because it's so you could go to a vr arcade and you could spend so much money but it's still going to be cheaper just to get yourself yeah. well, in the, the long run psvr is fairly expensive the oculus vr is fairly expensive but still, if you are someone that's going to use it enough, you're not going to go and just use it once. So yeah, okay, you go to an arcade, you're going to use the VR once, five quid, you don't give a shit. But if you're going to use it a lot, then you want it at home so you can use it. You want it there so that your mates can come around and you can use it. No, I agree, but I think some of some of the, the VR... You know, specific the arcade specifically for VR. I know there's one quite local to me. Uh, you pay and you get an hour, so you get an hour on the game or whatever it is. Or they do time chunks anyway, so you go as a group, so it's kind of like a group experience. But uh, again, I don't think it's it's particularly cheap. I think it's like fifteen to twenty quid. I can't remember. Yeah. It's, it's in that region, but for for your your allotted time, maybe an hour is too long. Maybe it's like half hour. But yeah, you get. Uh, uh, a time slot to play a particular game with a group. Um, and then, you know, much like um, anything else, if there's only four of you, then another four might get thrown with you if it's it's needed to be an eight-player game or whatever. So, yeah, you book like a time slot. But that's the thing with it. Like, so, okay, if you're going to go and just use it once or twice, I can, I can genuinely see the appeal of going to an arcade and paying to use the VR once or twice. But if you're going to use it a lot, and then you've got people that are going to come over and laugh at you while you poo your pants at horror games or whatever you're playing, it's it makes more sense to buy the VR yourself. Like, there's so many different ones. Obviously, there's the PlayStation one, 
there's the basic PC ones, there's the more advanced ones. You could go for anything, but it depends how much you're going to use it. No, 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 I agree. I mean, um, I, I recently got hold of a PSVR kit because uh, my friend had one and I absolutely loved playing it. Um, predominantly Beat Saber, to be fair, and, you know, you're dual wielding lightsabers. Come on. Well, <laughs> you, you don't need no more appeal than that. Um, and yeah. so Beat, Beat Saber, which ironically was number one VR game again this year in January, um, despite already being out, what, two, two years? I don't know. So it's, it, been, it's been out a while, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, it, again, uh, January this year was rated best VR game. Again, it, it keeps holding the top spot. Um, so it keeps coming back. Um, I have got other titles to enjoy, but that's that's the one that seems to get everyone, everyone involved. It's very very intuitive, very simple to pick up. Uh, the kids were loving that one. We we play, played a, a variety of games on Saturday, um, but that was the one that everyone seemed to enjoy the most. But you see, I've seen Beat Saber, and it does look like a lot of fun. I'm not going to deny that. I mean, I would have so much fun playing that game, but I'm more of a kind of like I've obviously just bought the Walking Dead VR and I am much more interested in playing that than anything else I'm kind of more interested in playing something that puts you in a uh, real world obscene scenario than just slicing at blocks no 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 I get that but it's that it's that user enjoyment and those watching enjoyment as well with the Beat Saber. And it's a bloody heavy workout. If you start going up the difficulty level, <laughs> it is a not monster. I can tell you. Um, I mean, I do have other games like the the sit down and properly play through, put you in a real life scenario. So I've got the was it Blood and Truth for the PlayStation VR, which I'm looking forward to because uh, the reviews of that game are really good. And people say that when they've tested that at um, gaming um, conventions and stuff, look, that they're going to buy a PSVR just because of Blood and Truth. So I've got that to uh, sit down and play. Um, so I will feed back once I've had my, my introduction to that game. Um, but no, I can understand. But you're, you're coming from a... Um, hardcore gamer perspective as well as opposed to some of the casual gamers that might be um looking at psvr and going ah that that that, that seems good you know there's, yeah, there's other basic true. games like fruit ninja and um uh, was it astrobot I'm, I'm, i will only be talking oh, about psvr at this point. i mean I, again i not played it but i know it's one of those that's easier to pick up so it, it may be more in line for the casual Whereas we, so, yeah, I am more of a kind of hardcore gamer. But things like Astrobot, yes, play it. That game is, it's brilliant. I I play it now because it is just so good. It is just it. It's a bit simple, but because it's VR, it's just on another level. It's an amazing game and. I still play it now. I cannot stop playing that game. It is just so good. But then, obviously, because I like the more hardcore side of gaming, then things like um, Arizona Sunshine on the PSVR and 
the Walking Dead, I'm just loving. I cannot get enough of them. But it's the same with like any kind of VR game. Like even if I don't feel like playing an actual game, I have been sat there in anywhere VR, which is basically just you get to look at scenery in all different places. You get to look at like Japan, China, all sorts of different places, and you can just have a look around them. And it's just kind of nice and relaxing. It's not intense. You haven't got to do anything. You can just look around. Are you in one particular scene and you can't leave that scene? So you've got 360 view, but you can't move? Or, or do you have control over the control pad to go down the street, turn right in that kind of scenario? If you're at, Say you're in the center of Japan. Can you, can you go a mile down the road and have a look down there? Or are you restricted? So you can only move a certain distance. But you can still go and have a look around. Um, there's some interesting scenes in it. Like there's a, I think it's a Japanese prison that you can look around. Is it an actual Japanese prison, or is this one that's been created using pixels? No, it, it's one that probably isn't used anymore. But you can go and look around it. Right. So a, a bit like uh, Alcatraz, it's now a tourist spot, so you can go have a look. But it yeah, once that's wasn't basically what anywhere VR is. It's just like an attraction to have a look at stuff that either was there or is there and is so hard to get to that you would never get there. I get you. I get you. Fair enough. I feel that we need to drag ourselves back to couch play. <laughs> <laughs> because I think we only named one. We named one and segued quite a bit. Radically. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get right, Liam. One couch yep. play game that you're going to throw in, into the discussion pot. So one that I've been playing a lot with my son uh, since lockdown has happened is Cuphead. Cuphead. Yes, ah, um, I love the look of Cuphead, and it's... haven't got around to playing it. So uh, it's it's not easy. It's very much. Uh, a difficult one. I'll be, I'll be honest. I've been playing it. Well, I, I've obviously grew up on things like Mario, so I, I thought I'd be half decent, at, you know, a, a sort of platforming shooter, so to say. And um, yeah, this this has been kicking my ass on on basic difficulty, basically. So um, we've been getting through it. We've uh, we've got through to the last island on it, but we've only beaten all of the bosses on basic so far so we need to go back through and get their soul contracts on regular difficulty but yeah i've been watching it i've literally just been you know reveling in sort of the character design and the music it's the 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 animation is done um old steamboat willy style right it's that old Old uh, 40s yeah is is, is that the kind of i'm not sure so you have to yeah, no, it, with my animation, but forties style cartoonies. It's it's sort of like yeah, old old sort of Looney Tunes, old sort of Disney, like you say, Steamboat Willie sort of thing. It's very much that, but there's you know, I don't think there's one there's any character design that's you know similar to that. You go through one boss fight, and you know you'll be fighting a mermaid with a squid on her head, for example, <laughs> and then. And then the next character that you come up against is literally a stagehand who, you know, has an umbrella that she throws sort of, you know, Chinese fans at you and stuff. So, And, and you, your characters shoot using their fingers, right? 
Yes, exactly. And then you've got special powers as well, so you can change, you know, it's a bit like the old sort of, you know, bullet hell games where you can change it to sort of spread fire and, you know, boomerang fire and uh, homing missile fire and stuff like that, and you have specials. Um, but yeah, it, I think it's going to be one of those games where it's quite easy to pick up and play, but it's, you know, it's got a learning curve and it's it's difficult to master sort of thing. Okay, so you, you've been, how old's your son? So he's been. He'll be six next month. So okay, right. So my my son is six. Um, so it's just uh, good to know of other games that might might grab his attention at the moment. So it will. I'll be honest. It'll take him until like my son. He's managed to play through Mario Odyssey by himself. Okay. Um. Oh, admittedly, first time through, he went through on the assist mode. You know where it tells you where to go, and it's a bit easy on you with lives and yeah. stuff like that. But he's recently gone through it again you know, on, on normal mode and done it. And I think Cuphead's sort of taken some getting used to and the difficulty aspect has taken some getting used to. But he's really picked it up over the last sort of week or two and really sort of kicked on with actually being able to hold his own. There's been, you know, there's been fights, boss battles where he's lasted much longer than me, for example. So right. Okay, so we, we, we have our entry of Cuphead going into the pot. Matt, give us can, another one. I can think of a couple of them. No, actually. you've got one. You've got one. We're, we're now putting structure to this because we've been flim-flamming all over the place. You, you get to do one, and I'll come back to you in a little bit. Okay, I'm going to say Worms is probably a good one. That's worms. Good. Classic. Yeah. Absolute classic. Uh, any particular Worms, or were you just putting Worms in as just... It's, it, you know, Worms across the years. They've, they've yeah, just got a little bit better. Team Seventeen classic, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck Excellent. Team Seventeen. <laughs> Just sorry, you, you've you've got some uh, pent up aggression towards um, worms or Team Seventeen. No, you got to remember playing the original worms, like on the PlayStation One, and you go through the whole whatever it was hey, campaign hey, 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 or whatever, hey. and then Team Seventeen would appear and they destroy you. Oh, all right. I don't know. I only ever played Worms multiplayer. Like we would do it uh, so everyone would load up on the screen and fight one another. But the first time I played it was in uni, so we, everyone was doing it on laptops, um, and then yeah, fighting out in the halls. first game I, I played on PC was uh, Unreal Tournament. Yeah, same here. That was the first one I played online, I think. And then we used to play like because of the college I went to, we'd all be playing in like two rooms. And you just hear the other just screaming <laughs> all the time. Then you just type some abuse in the game chat, like, yeah, sharp. Or whatever you typed in the game chat. And it was just so good. The Unreal, you, the you, original you Unreal you Tournament the whole, cannot be beat. You, you missed out the whole Quake then online and uh, Duke Nukem 3D. No, even those can't compare. No, well, yeah, Unreal Tournament's still going. Isn't it? There's still Unreal tournaments, uh, tournaments. <laughs> so exactly, Unreal tournament was so big even when the first one came out. I went to a sixth form where we've got computers that meant for learning, and we were just all <laughs> sat there playing Unreal tournament on them because they had Unreal tournament installed. I think that says more about the school than, um, <laughs> <laughs> than yeah, it's more oh, about the yeah. educational facility than, <laughs> than anything else. You know the era I come from, Rich, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I escaped. Oh, you got to love Slash. 
<laughs> right, so Worms is into the pot. Scott, a couch oh. play game uh, into the pot. Hogs of War. Hogs of... This is essentially Worms, but with pigs. Yeah, but it was so much better because they had the comedy. They would, like, as you're about to shoot someone, they'd make just really sarcastic comments. It was just... It was like the kind of first 3D Worms, and it was brilliant. The shitty jokes they made were just amazing. <laughs> okay. So it's, again, one of those... Uh... To the death, last man standing. Uh, so very much similar to Worms if anyone's done Worms, but in three. Yeah, so and with pigs. Worms was one v one. Hogs of War. No, you was... could do uh, more. You could do more than one v one. You could load well, more teams onto Hogs the map. Hogs of War was always four v four. Oh, okay. I think it was four v four, and then you would each get a turn, and then obviously you'd go through each person's turn. Then the enemy would get a turn, and he'd keep going. But it was more for the really cheesy jokes they made that made it worthwhile. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, I am going to throw into the pot one that my, my son loves playing. Um, and I, I love playing as well when uh, there's a few friends around. And that's speedrunners. I'm not good at it. Yeah. Like when you try and play it online, like there's no way. Like there are people that are ridiculously good at it. But when you've got people of the same skill level, i.e. people who just play it casually or just pick it up for the first time, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so it's a lovely two two dimensional uh, platform game, but you also have to traverse the environment, um, race to the end with weapon pickups as well. So you can drag people back drop bombs, uh, bowl them over with a boulder, and it's a race for four people to who, who can finish the race, essentially. Um, and every time someone dies, the screen gets smaller and smaller and smaller, so you see less and less of the map. Um, my son thinks it's absolutely fantastic, um, and it is one of those easy to pick up. I mean, I remember going around a friend's house um, and um, a couple of girls never played a lot of video games before we managed to coach them through a couple of levels and then they were they, they were able to give us a run for the money because it is an easy to pick up social game so i'm, I'm putting in speedrunners. well i really miss like the simple games like obviously uh that was one that you could play co-op but a couch game that i really enjoyed that was if you realise what you're doing, two-player co-op, Sonic. Sonic? They, Sonic the Hedgehog. You could have one of you playing as Sonic, one of you playing as Tails, and even then it was so hard, but when you completed any part, it was so rewarding. Yeah, but that that always started with an argument of who had to be Tails. Yeah, that, that was the case. It was Nobody wanted to be Tails. Like that, 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 that poor little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> he yeah. was so unloved. <laughs> that is true. No one wanted to be tails. But if you were, you know, if you invited your mate over, you'd be like, yeah, you're gonna be tails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, like Host rules. Broken controller as well, isn't it? Or the old controller. Yeah, you're player. You know, it's, it's so, natural. It's if you go around someone's house, you become player two. It's, it's just kind of how it is. 
That is just standard rules. Standard rules. You're player two. It's, it's how, how it works with younger siblings as well. The eldest is, you know, player one or player two if they're playing, you know, with the parents. Then it goes down the list. And then until you're like player four and you've got like the, you know, no, ugly character. Oh, if, if the console is in your room, you are player one. Doesn't matter oh. if you've got an older brother, they are player two. That, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I'm thinking more of in 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 the front room uh, scenario, but yeah, if yeah. if yeah, it's it's but it's the sibling room. That's the host, so therefore they naturally become player one. It's, it's as if I was to go around your house, you would be naturally player one, but you come here, I'm player one, and it's yeah, it's the same for siblings in their different bedrooms. No, if I come there, I'm still player one. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine the. Uh... Like people don't realise the chaos that was if you set a console up in your front room for you and your family to play, whoever's there, the chaos that is who's going first. Yeah, well possibly. Possibly. It was always whoever's it was in my house. It yeah. was a matter of if it you know, my brother sort of my older brother was the one who really got pushed the gaming sort of envelope in our house essentially so he got a NES I think was the first thing we properly had maybe I think no we had a Spectrum ZX as well um, yeah I know <laughs> sure, Bring it back a bit there. yeah um, but I think the NES was like the first one we'd, we'd actually got as kids and um, yeah that went straight into his room and yeah never to see the light of day again um, until the SNES came out about two months later so well, you see, it was a bit different in my house. If a new console came out and one of my siblings took it and put it in their room, there would have been a massive fight. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. There would have been a massive fight. I would have been fighting them for it because it's just... It was one of those things... It was like kind of... Before the time of where you all had your own TV, you all had your own stuff. No, this was in the time where there was one TV... And there was one console, so whoever was on it. Well, you didn't need to fight, did you? You didn't need to fight. You just needed to share, Scott. Because sharing <laughs> is caring. Rich, I am pretty sure that is not the case. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not the case. <laughs> okay, Liam, we need another another couch play game to go into the the pot. Uh, so it's got to be Mario Kart for me. Mario oh, Kart. I knew yeah. someone was going to say that. So again, not on my list. Even yeah. the recent Mario Kart, like so, it's what day is it today? Is it it's Monday? No, Sunday. 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 So yesterday, <laughs> well, fucking hell, was it only Sunday? Mate, we and, unless there's clapping, I don't know what day it is. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. So yesterday, I was sat with my kids, and I was playing Mario Kart with my son because he loves Mario. My, all my kids love Mario Kart. Who doesn't? Yeah. But it is just... It's like... It's easy, isn't it? It's a generational game. Everyone's going to love it. And then I guarantee... If you play the original, like the Nintendo 64 version, they're going to love it. Because it is just so good. Well, you say... I mean, this is the thing. My son hasn't really taken to it. I've We've got it. And I don't... Oh, I just think it got about a couple of hours of play and then he's not really ever touched it since to be honest which is a real shame for me because I grew up on it so 
I suppose it's it's uh, one that would stand the test of time for most of us who grew up with it and will still play it now, uh, if given the opportunity. But uh, maybe one that is going to be starting to get missed out by uh, the young ones and the younger generation. I know that Zach's got it. He's got it on both the Switch and the DS. And yeah, it, he he will play it, but very rarely. I, think... I suppose it's getting pushed aside by things like Mario Party. So, like, now, at the minute, I can yeah. play yeah. Mario Kart with my kids, and they ask to play that, yeah. but, like, they will ask to play Mario Party more, because there's more to do, it's not just races, and they'll ask to play that instead. So they're kind of shifting from where we'd play Mario Kart for hours and hours, and I still would play Mario Kart for hours and hours, any of them to now they want to play Mario Party because there's a bit more to do. I think to to a degree as well, it's going to be a matter of with Mario Kart, you're sort of left to your own defences, aren't you? It's like, here's a cup, go and win it. And then there's nothing else really to do beyond that. But for things like Mario Party, you know, you this is the game. You have a set sort of goal and stuff. And probably for our kids and their age group, it's more in tune with their sort of where they are mentally, basically. Yeah, Mario Party definitely has that more competitive side to it. Whereas Mario Kart is literally just, here's 50cc, here's 100, here's 150. Oh, oh yeah. You, you, dumb. You, you get your family on that, you get a couple of you on your couch playing that, and it gets competitive, and it really does. It used to be days when I was growing up, it used to be me, my two brothers, and even my mum would get involved, would have four player. You know, on a piddly screen, <laughs> I couldn't see that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that would be it. It would get, it would get, never violent, of course, but you know, it'd get close sometimes. It'd get emotional, right? That's yeah, true. it would get emotional. Yeah. That, but I used to play Mario Kart with my ex here, and when I first started playing it, I'm not gonna lie, I was garbage at it. I could not win a race. She taught me a few things, and then from that point on, I never lost. I still haven't lost when we play it, and we we would play it, and every time I beat her, she'd have a go at me. <laughs> there you go. It's her own fault for teaching you the tricks of the trade. Yeah. Well, this is what I said to her, which didn't help, because I was like, well, you taught me these tricks. That did not help. Believe me, it did not help. <laughs> it made my life help. Sometimes silence is the better part of valor. Just saying. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. I- after I made that comment, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I'll just stay quiet. That's it. Right, Matt. Another another couch play game into the pot. Wait, Matt's still yeah. here. Uh, I think so. <laughs> Is he in a coma? Hello? He's so quiet, I thought he died. I'm probably going to say any of the uh, Jackbox games is pretty good. Jackbox? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, they have various party packs available on... Uh, I know it's definitely on like PlayStation, Xbox, Steam. Yeah. I don't know if they're they're available on like Nintendo Store or whatever. But yeah, Jackbox Party definitely good. Just requires a main screen and then um, smart device for everyone else to start playing. And last week I actually played it using a conferencing tool such as Zoom, um, and so we could have shared screen for the main screen, and we could play it in different houses. So that was allowing us to play Jackbox in three different houses remotely, 
because everyone got to sort of see the main screen, which was pretty handy. Oh, no. There is a game that is technically a couch game that would be good to kind of spread out. Um, so I've downloaded it. It's a VR game. And it's called Keep Talking and No One Blows Up. My that, son would be amazing VR. at that. So <laughs> whoever's got the VR headset on, you can see the bomb. Yeah. And you've got to try and defuse it. Mm-hmm. But you cannot see any of the plans. So whoever's got the controller can see all the paperwork for it. And they've got to find the right plans to tell you how to defuse this bomb. And then they've got to tell you, and then you've got to defuse the bomb. If you don't, you blow up. Okay, that, that, that sounds good. It's also on Steam as well. Um, you get like a hard copy of the manual that everyone gets, and then you get one person playing it on the computer. Could they not cheat and get the manual, though? <laughs> yeah, but they could look at Yeah, they could, but yeah, they would just ruin the enjoyment. Okay. There's uh, a, a similar version on the Switch. Wait, what's that game called, Scott? Because people might go, what was that game he was dribbling on about? It is literally called... Um, don't Stop Talking? Can't Stop Talking? Don't Stop Talking and No One Blows Up. That That is the name of the game. Right, okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. Alright, I am going to throw in uh, to the part a, a n- recently new game. Uh, a little indie developer uh, brought this one out. Moving Out. Physics-based game. Um, and to be fair, when you explain what it is, it doesn't sound that good, but you know, the proof is in the pudding. You got to play it. Um, you've got to move people out of houses using your characters, physics based engine. You're throwing stuff through the, through the windows and trying to get into the back of the truck. Uh, but it requires cooperative play. Like you have to organize this with people and organizing to get a couch round corners and out a door with a six year old is quite challenging. (laughs) And pivot <laughs> comes up quite a lot. Pivot, <laughs> pivot. Um, yes, we've had all f- all four of us in this house uh, playing that, um, and it is it is a good crack. It does um, look fantastic, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it if you're on Xbox, it is games Game Pass, Pass. on Game Pass. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Ultimate Game Pass on PC. So, uh, I'm not sure if it's on any sort of offer on PlayStation Network. But um, I would recommend that one. Physics-based, cooperative play required. Uh, who are we up to? Scott, is it you next? Or is it... Wait, I've lost where we are. <laughs> wait, wait you, no, wait, you, 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 you gave us the VR one. You know what? You, you, no, Liam. we're back to Liam. Back to, no, Matt, is it Matt? Uh, no, go on, Matt. Oh, oh God, shit. I've lost it. I've lost the plot, guys. Liam, go. Uh, so... Similar, similar vein to the. Is it moving house or moving, moving out? Moving out. Yeah. So similar vein to moving out is uh, overcooked. Overcooked. And that overcooked was on my list as well. <laughs> yes, um, that was on my list. <laughs> so, as something I started playing by myself, um, just because it looked like a bit of a laugh, uh, and it's it's near enough impossible by yourself. You do need to sort of have local, you know, local help. Essentially, you can have up to four player. Uh, the whole thing is basically that you have a you know a weird and wacky kitchen. So each each level's a different design. You'll have conveyor belts. You'll have certain sort of hoops you have to jump through, like doors that only open when so you you know your your associate stands on a certain switch essentially. 
and you have to get out orders within a time frame. Um, again, it's it's something when you've got a five year old who's not the best at listening. <laughs> it's, yeah. It can be quite tricky when you tell them to cook a cook a burger for you and they don't understand what's going on when they can't yeah. even do it in real life. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and it's it's something that even my wife, whose previous experience has been Sonic on the Mega Drive, and that's about it. Um, even she's got involved and really enjoys it. So yeah, my, my my wife equally. Like I think her her gaming ambition up until recently was uh, Crash Bandicoot way back when, but she has actually played Moving Out and Overcooked. So yeah. um, well, to... at least you start with a good taste for Crash Bandicoot. Well, you know, she's got a good taste. She married me. What are you on about? Um... <laughs> she's played Crash Bandicoot. Bad taste because she married you. She, she's very lucky. That's all I'm saying. Right. Uh, now it's you, Matt. Uh, okay, then let's put Portal 2 in there. <gasps> oh, yes! <laughs> Portal 2. My God, that game is amazing. The weird thing is, my internet connection is going funny, so you actually sounded like GLaDOS. Like whom? Oh! <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. But, uh, Matt, you now have to explain, for people who may have never heard of Portal, what it is. Yeah, so basically you've got a, uh, a portal gun, um, two of you, and you have to manage to create various portals to work way through various puzzles. Uh, so explain exactly what the portals do, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Without using the word portal. <laughs> <laughs> you fire a blue circle at one wall and an orange circle at another, and it links the two together as a, a uh, like a tunnel. And you pass instantly through it, and then it uses physics to allow you to uh, navigate through various puzzles. No, the important part is it allows you to throw shit about. <laughs> it allows you to throw droids. <laughs> so, you know, that's all well and good. Uh, and then there's there's various um, elements which change some of the mechanics, like the slippery floor, the bouncing floor. Uh, and then you've got to link them all up together. I like that. So you might have to fall through the floor continuously to build up enough speed, then fire the portal off against the wall to come flying out at a 90 degree angle. Um, etc, etc. And then the puzzles get worse and, and harder and harder as the, as the game progresses but that that is a fantastic and brilliant game um i think the most iconic split screen game that you can play that is not only split screen is gears of war Con well that is that is mm, it's, there's going to be some arguments about that i do hope that uh are very few Listeners will put some comments on about is is Gears the best yeah, couch play slash couch? because I know I, I, it might be hard for some people to get used to, particularly people used to um, first person shooters to get oh, hold of the whole. Um... I think that wasn't a first person shooter; it was third. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. That's my point: is if people played first person to then pick up Gears, because not only is it third person, you have the whole cover transition to worry about as well. That's the point. At Everyone that age, is... at that time, you were you were in either the COD camp or the Gears of War camp. 
So like I was in the cold camp at the time, and I, my brother oh, tried. We make mistakes. because <laughs> no, 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 I on. played both, but I preferred COD. Okay, it's just it flows well, better. Yeah, again, modern we'll warfare. The original modern warfare opened that exactly. online exactly. game into a lot of people. Yeah, I, I would, I would second that. But I yeah. do miss the Gears of War one, just annihilating people on it. But yeah, as soon as Call of Duty came out, I did transition over to that, and I did not go back. Like yeah. I, I still played Gears of War online when the new ones came out. But as soon as Call of Duty came out, that was it. It was Call of Duty all the way. So yeah, I mean Gears, fantastically good graphics, the sound effects on that game, like headshots. Oh. Brilliant, oh, yeah. and and you know putting the national pistol, um, national pistol, national shotgun right up to someone and then pulling the trigger. The sound effects were were spot on, and it, there is a very satisfying um, kill on that game. Whereas maybe you won't get the the kill satisfaction on on COD. I would argue. Yeah. Although, even to this day, like the Gears of War campaign alone is amazing, and playing it in COD is amazing. Uh, I mean, are you going to keep that alive with Gears 5? Are you saying that, well, or even Gears 4 campaign's amazing? Is that what no, you're saying? No, Gears 4 and 5 can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, Gears 1 to 3 are amazing. Judgment is amazing just for Overrun. I'm going to, you know. Yeah, Gears 1 to 3 and Judgment are amazing. Uh, 4 and 5, skip them. Wait until Gears 6 comes out. And if it's not made by Epic... Coalition. Oh, wait. Uh, you, you, it needs no, to be made by Epic. That's what yeah, you're saying. Coalition are the ones that have fucked it up. If it's not made by Epic, skip it. I mean, I, I admittedly saying that, I'm still going to buy it, even if it's made by <laughs> Coalition. <laughs> yeah. I will you're, you're really making them uh, challenge their... their, their, their... <laughs> Their marketing procedure. We're going to just churn it out. People will buy it anyway. (laughs) What? Well, I will, because I'm one of those people that want to see the Gears story through. But I will still slate the hell out of it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Uh, Where we go? So, back to me. And what have I got on my list? Are we carrying on with this, or are we moving on to the next subject? Uh, I feel that there is one more addition that I think could go on here. Go at least, so, uh, and that I'm not going to narrow it down like we did with Worms to not having it as one particular game, but Lego, the Lego games. Yes. Okay. Oh, so they go across all platforms. They are amazing, no matter what they're on. And it doesn't matter the age as well. I, I they're very fun. Uh, they they appeal to both children and adults with the humour that's that's contained within them. Um, though I must say, some of the you know, later game stuff where you're trying to get all the collectibles is probably harder for some of uh, the younger players. But as a cooperative experience, it's great. I mean, uh, my favorite was probably the Star Wars, I think, original trilogy, like back on the 360. Uh, but me and Zach are currently trying 100% uh, Marvel. Uh, oh, which one is it? The, fir- the first one that came out. Um, Christ. I'll put it in the comments. It's fine. But there. No, I know what you mean, though. So, like, all the Lego games have been really good. And, yeah, there's, like, 
parts of it where you've got to really think and it's a bit more it's a bit too advanced for the younger years but they can still enjoy playing this game so much and like even we can enjoy playing it we don't need to go and get everything we can just enjoy playing the yeah. game it's yeah. so good there's a lot of content there as well so you know the marvel one we're playing you've got the whole pretty much the whole of New York to go around and do little side missions. You've got the main quests, you've got to collect comics, then you want bonus missions. And the, the character roster, you get to play as so many characters from across the Marvel Universe, uh, both yeah, heroes and villains. And it's not just like the MCU, you've got X-Men in there as well, stuff from just the comics as well. Yeah, um, so many people in there, it's well worth a play. So, yeah, and yeah, they've got what, Star Wars, Batman, Jurassic Park. Um, I know they've got a Lego City one, but there's there's various games. But if, if, if you need some entertainment as a family, you can you certainly co-op on a, on a Lego game. Well, that's the thing, because it's a Lego game, you can... It doesn't matter how young your kids are. If they want to play the game, let them play a Lego game. Because it is just one of those games where it's not... It's not really violent. Yeah, I know you get to punch like other. Yeah, it's Lego bricks breaking, but isn't it? They're Lego, falling exactly, apart. Not even Lego. breaking. They fall apart, don't they? So it's not really violent. It's you're playing as your favourite characters. Like, oh, you watch the film. You like the Hulk. Here you go. Play this game. You get to play as the Hulk. There's yeah, no downside it. to it. No, totally. So to recap, through our, our recommendations for couch play games, we have Cuphead, Worms, Hogs of War, Speedrunners, Sonic, Mario Kart, Jackbox, Moving Out, Overcooked, Portal 2, Gears, and Lego. So um, if you have a look on our social spaces, we'll be getting up clips of those games um, at various time frames, so you can have a little look before you um, buy or try. Yeah, so I'm gonna we'll get some of them up here. there. I'm going to start off with uploading some uh, clips of the original Gears. It is going to be a remastered one. Uh, and it's going to be on PC. But it's you got to look at the story. The story is just... That's the thing that makes Gears of War worth playing, is the story. Nothing else. The combat is amazing. The cover is amazing. The weapons are amazing. But the story is what carries it through. Well, what I think we should also do is, whilst we're thinking on the spot there, is the four of us need to go head-to-head -head on some Worms, Moving Out, Overcooked, uh, and Speedrunners. Uh, I think that... Uh, uh, and, yeah, get some get some footage of that up, because um, that should be fun. Actually oh, play absolutely. the games. We'll, we'll get some footage of all four of us going head-to-head. -head. Yeah, have people make their predictions. Going against each other. <laughs> And they can just decide who they think is going to win. And we'll go for it. Yeah. So, that concludes that little segment. Um, and then... Okay, so at this point we once again transitioned onto another subject where we were covering COVID-19. But we've decided to end this one with just the couch gaming. Hope you've all enjoyed and hope you're all keeping yourselves safe. Hope to hear from you all soon. Take care. Thank you.